Welcome, one and all, to the very first episode of the Nerdy Knots Podcast, where your host, Cam, tells you great facts about whatever you don't want to know, and rages about more stuff you don't care about, and whatever else they come up with. Today's episode is based on food, so you get the lovely history of bread, lettuce debates, the big debate, which will remain a surprise for now, and much more. If you enjoy this first episode, why not show us some support and love, leave a review, hit that like button, all that good stuff. And stay tuned for the next episode or so. Episodes will be coming out weekly or bi-weekly because our host is very lazy and very much a procrastinator. So we don't really have a defined schedule yet, but we will get one for you. Anyway, let's continue on to today's episode. Welcome, nerds, geeks, and gamers, to the Nerdy Knots Podcast. It's your friendly neighborhood weirdo, Cam, with her daily dose of random facts and story time. Let's talk food. Delicious, crunchy, savory, sweet, buttery goodness. We all love food, because no one cares about your diet, Karen. Buns. Why are there so many types? You got your burger buns, your rolls, cinnamon buns, hot cross buns, and hot dog buns. They're all just balls of dough and bacteria. Fun fact, yeast is technically a bacteria. And what's the difference between buns, bread, and rolls? They're all the shapes of fluffy good stuff. Well, according to the FDA, Federal Department of I don't know. Bread is a loaf-shaped dough that weighs at least half a pound. Why do we put a weight limit on bread? Let that bread be confident with its weight. If it wants to be a bit fluffier than the one next shelf, then it can. Whereas buns and rolls have to be less than half a pound. Why do buns have a lower standard than bread? Huh, FDA? Why do you... Why you be putting weight standards of fluffy deliciousness? Ugh, stressful. But what about hot dog buns? They're obviously less than half a pound, but they're not loaf-shaped. Hot dog buns are more cylindrical and long, and they have that weird slit that holds a dog. Why are they called dogs in the first place? They look nothing like a dog. Dogs are fluffy creatures of greatness that can be cuddled. Who in the world wants to cuddle a hot dog? That's just weird. I'm getting off topic. Back to bread. Important question. What's the deal with flatbread? That stuff does not weigh over half a pound. It's practically thick tortillas with double the C. Technically, tortillas are a type of flatbread. But first, we must know that flatbread was one of the first breads around because of cooking techniques and the oven being non-existent, the people of Asia cooked it in stones. How do you cook with stones? Anyway, Asians are weird. No offense. And then, over in Egypt, they discovered flour through agriculture. Somehow that makes sense. Not really. There's your history of flatbread for you. You didn't ask, but you got it anyway. So next time you gamers get that bread, thank the Egyptians. 
Well, forget your carb-free diet, Karen, because next up, we're talking about the greatest creation ever. Bread bowls. But sorry, mortals. I'm getting a random important phone call. Mm-hmm. Yeah? What do you mean? Well, tell the producer we need a new segment then. Bye, Susan. Well, apparently the Panera Bread Bowls never came to the studio. So, now what? And now for the big debate. Is cereal a soup? Out of curiosity, what set are you on? Let me know. I think there's a comment section. I don't know. Maybe help. First up, what is the technical definition of a soup and cereal? Well, according to the Oxford Dictionary, cereal is pertaining to corn or edible grain. And soup is a liquid food prepared by boiling. A lot of people compare soup to stew, but personally I classify stew as a broth of vegetables and protein, i.e. beef stew. Anyway, soup, a liquid food. So does that mean, by definition, anything you put in a blender is soup? The definition states that soup is made by boiling. But there's cold soup. Have you ever heard of gazpacho, Oxford? Huh? No? Alright then. So then, is cereal a gazpacho, which is a fancy name for cold soup? There's your an answer, universe. Cereal is a soup. But we're not done yet. Oh no. Here at Stupid Name Studios, we use the highest of high sources. Reddit. We went to r slash ask reddit and swam around. Some people consider an oatmeal is a cereal, but why? Well, after digging around some more, we discovered oatmeal is a cereal grain. So there's that answer, but we need more. Is cereal truly a soup? As discussed earlier, by definition, yes. Now we need to analyze the actual contents because every dictionary is different. Have you noticed Google and Oxford aren't quite the same people? While doing some research, I discovered a website called youthareawesome.com. 10 out of 10, great name by the way. On the website was a debate. Is cereal a soup or salad? I thought to myself, how in the world is cereal a salad? So I read on. It said that cereal could be a salad because of the ingredients. And that makes sense because typically salads are full of healthy foods and cereal, even though covered in sugar most of the time, is a relatively healthy grain. Then it compared milk to dressing, which makes sense because most standard dressings, not counting vinaigrettes or oils, use some sort of milk or milk powder. So milk is sort of a dressing, just unflavored. But is cereal a salad or a soup? By definition, we concluded cereal is a soup. 
but by contents, it's a salad. Cereal cannot just be cereal, people. It does not need its own food group. But is it with salads or soups? Partially, I'm leaning towards more soup because typically salads have vegetables and such, which soups typically do not. If you add vegetables to a soup, it becomes a stew, which we decided is not soup. And we don't need more stews, people. So that leads me towards cereal being more of a soup because of its more liquid-based contents. But let me know what you think. I need to know, people. Is cereal a soup, stew, or salad? Oh, look, grass. Let me just eat this. Brittany, what are you doing? No, Brittany, we do not eat grass. But lettuce is grass. What? I thought lettuce was leaves and came from trees. I mean, lettuce does come from some trees, but others come from the ground. Brittany, you're confusing. Go away. Fine, I'll leave. Was that a leaf joke? Anyway, Brittany is gone. Let's discuss lettuce. Is it from trees or the ground? Yes. Turns out it's from both. Egyptians had trees and ate the leaves off, because that's normal. Then the Greeks found lettuce in the ground and ate it. Again, completely normal. So here's my advice, kids. If you see some leaves in the ground, eat it. If you find a tree and you're hungry, just eat it. This has been advice from the Greeks and Egyptians. Okay, here's my next question. What's the difference between iceberg, spinach, and romaine? Not specifically those three, but all lettuces. Lettuce I, lettuce C's, whatever. If they all come from the same place, shouldn't they all be the same? But no, God had to be like, this one's too leafy. Ah yes, iceberg lettuce. Oh, now it's too crunchy. Spinach. Why do you ha why you have to do that, God? Huh? You're so picky. And why in the world is there purple cabbage? Who cares what color their food is? And why purple of all colors? How about blue lettuce? I mean, we have blue raspberries after all. Or what about black lettuce? Uh, red lettuce? White lettuce? Actually, that does sort of exist. Yellow lettuce. Why not a normalish looking food color? Are there any other foods besides eggplant that are purple? No, but there's a bajillion red foods. Majority of lettuces are green or white. So why purple? It doesn't even go with those colors. Great, now I'm hungry. Well, while you guys go hit that subscribe button, I'm gonna go get some food. Remember to follow, like if you liked, all that good stuff. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see all you nerds, geeks, and gamers next time.
Hey everyone, thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you guys enjoyed this very first episode of the Nerdy Knots podcast. Again, if you enjoyed, review us, leave a like, comment, whatever the buttons say down there. Just don't hit that dislike button. Stay tuned for more episodes from your favorite neighborhood weirdo cam and more rants, debates, and useless information to bother your friends with. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.